Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Murder Party Party Podcast. That's right, the podcast investigating the Murder Party Party murders. So why not grab yourself a drink, maybe even a snack, and enjoy the party. We're in for a treat this evening, dear listeners, because we've got another very special guest this episode. Now, this special guest was not at the party of the Murder Party Party murders, but they are heavily involved in the forensic work. Involved. That's right, I accidentally said involved twice. Uh, Raul, can you remind me to cut that out of the edit? Thanks, buddy. For those not aware, Raul is our ever-trusted audio engineer here at the Murder Party Party podcast. But as I was saying, today's guest, with insider knowledge of the Murder Party Party murders, is none other than Frederick Howler. Frederick, good evening and welcome to the Murder Party Party podcast. How are you today? Well, I've been better. It's... You know, it's it's pretty tough whenever you have to have when you have my job. Oh well, I was just sorry, Frederick. I was just showing some pleasantries, some niceties. The correct response in this instance is just, "I'm fine, thank you." And then we move on. Oh well, you know, I've always been taught to to tell the truth and and not you know not sugarcoat anything in my profession. Yes, I guess that that is true. We've we've got oh sorry, I'm just, I'm getting the red light from Raul in the booth. Raul, uh, yes. Oh, I see. Raul is just is is giving the thumbs down. It disapproves of something. I'm not quite sure what. Maybe we'll find out later. But yes, I do believe in your field of expertise. Uh, the truth is what really matters because you are a phlebotomist. Yes, I am a phlebotomist. Um, you know, usually I'm used to working on the living, but mm, unfortunately, yes. this night there was a lot of the dead. Mm. Well, we say a lot of the dead. We're still unsure of how many bodies were at the murder party party murders uh but nonetheless you an expert in your field have worked on all of them uh i assume drawing and testing blood yes it you know it's a it's a tough job um not a lot of people can do it it's um it takes several you know it takes the right person to to want to do this job and it's it's hard it's a hard uh it took many years to get this far in my profession and this is the first time i've ever seen anything like this before oh wow really see i have i've always wondered uh how much effort it takes to become how how much it takes how much work you have to put in to get a degree in phlebotomy it took so long i mean six of the longest weeks of my life to get that certification it is it is certification not a degree oh oh raul i think we've made a mix-up with our bookings. This is the, the blood guy, yeah? The blood guy? Yep. Oh, okay. Ne- never mind, never mind. Uh, so, Frederick, um, I guess the first question I'd like to actually ask you, is I've, al- I've always had a bit of a concern, but uh, can you tell me the ratio of Draculas to regular people that work in phlebotomy? No comment. You know, there, there's, there's, there is a thing called HIPAA. You know, I'm, I'm not at mm. liberty to say... You yes, know, that's, yeah. that's privileged information. Well, I do believe that you are probably, I mean, just judging, I haven't seen your birth certificate, but you are beyond the age of being considered hip. So there are people who are hipper than you. So why are you dodging my question? Wait a minute. I, I just got a new hip. I just got a new hip and I can't believe you're bringing this up. How, how did you get my medical records? Well, it's amazing what you can get from people when you tell them you have a podcast. 
For example, all I said was, we have a podcast running right now on the Murder Party Party Murders, and you were like, sign me up, get me in there, where's the dotted line, I'll write my name, Frederick Howler, on it. I was promised cookies and juice. I always get cookies and juice when when I go in to these types yes, of situations. Look, Frederick, I understand. I understand. Look, we, we expect to have the cookies and juice. Everybody expects to have the cookies and juice when they first arrive. But the cookies and juice is sort of like afterwards when we've done our recording. You and I, we go to a fine cookie and juice restaurant and we spend our $50. We get six cookies between us and a juice each. And we we reminisce about the the, the lovely love of a podcast that we just made. Well, until I get my cookies and juice, I just don't think I can continue this interview. I see. I see. I mean, being someone in your profession, <laughs> cookies are important because when someone gives blood, for example, usually a cookie is given to them after the fact. Well, you've got me there. Mm. Sly. I I'm just not used to these. My six weeks of training did not prepare me to be in a room with someone with your journalistic, you know, pressure that you, you put everybody on. Pressure. Pressure is an interesting word. I would have gone with integrity, but uh, to each their own. I, I mean, I didn't go to podcasting school for this. I mean, really, I didn't. I didn't go to podcasting school at all. Well, at the Learning Annex, there's a podcasting degree uh, available. Really? Well, while I was getting my phlebotomy certification, I noticed at the Learning Annex, they offer a podcasting degree. R Why really? haven't you taken that opportunity? Uh, <laughs> link me to it, Frederick, please. <laughs> I need all the integrity I can get my hands on. So why why did you choose phlebotomy as a field of study when you had other quality uh, potential, not just lifestyle choices, but uh, professions such as podcaster? Well, if I'm perfectly honest, I really enjoy hurting people, but only a little bit. And ah, yes, this yeah. is the only place that you can do that legally. Mm, mm. So you do say hurting, you enjoy hurting people a little bit. I do have a letter here. And this letter is from Mrs. Frederick Howler. How dare you? She's been dead for 10 years. How dare you? You're not the only one who is familiar with uh, doing work on a dead body. I had Mrs. Frederick Howler's body exhumed to get this letter that they were buried with. It says, and I quote, Why are you reading this letter? I was buried with it. This letter is for me and God only. I can't believe you went through the trouble of exhuming her body. I figured you would go to one of the local psychics in the area. <sighs> Well, yes, we, we, we've, we've tried dealing with the psychics before. Uh, they, they always evade us. We're, we're trying to get them. Get, we're trying to get a specific psychic on as a guest, but it's like they see us coming. But Frederick, we're getting a little off base. Uh, the blood work. We need to discuss the blood work from the Murder Party Party podcast murders. Now, the blood that you received had a very interesting facet about it from one of the deceased. Well, then you must know more than I do because, you know, with phlebotomy, all we do is take the blood. We don't oh. test the blood. One, 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 one moment. Raul, are you sure this is the right guest? Yep. Okay. Uh, 
so, Frederick, you you you, you extracted the blood uh, as a as a Dracula might. Uh, not making any accu- accusations here. Clearly, you're not a Dracula at all, because uh, I mean, well, you 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 did demand that uh, we record this post dusk. Explain yourself. Well, uh, you know, I, I work the third shift. I'm just used to being up all night. Um, Whoa, there's nothing slow to down do there, with... Poindexter. Use lingo that our listeners can understand. Third shift? You know, the graveyard shift. You know, the mm. the, the witching hours. You know, the mm. bloodletting time. The mm. Is it true? <laughs> Is it true that your certificate, your certification in phlebotomy, I'm aware that it's an online school. But it is the online school of phlebotomy in Transylvania. No. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, sorry. I misread my notes. It says Pennsylvania. So we've established then that you are not, in fact, a Dracula. But do you deny that there are Draculas in your field whatsoever? Well, I've heard rumors. I've heard many rumors that there are Draculas around. Um you okay, know. so what I want to know then is, if there are Draculas who are used to dealing with the dead, why was it tasked to you to investigate this specific case and draw the blood from the dead? Well, you know, <clears throat> I assume that Dracula's like the living. That you know, they don't they don't care too much for the dead. Ah. So I figure that's why they sent me. You know, I don't. I actually I'm not allowed to work on the living. Um, too many incidents. All I have to say to that is, touche, good sir. So, do you prefer? So, you prefer to withdrawing your um, bodily fluids from the deceased, then? Oh yes, it's um, and that actually was a special certification. I had to oh. get another two weeks. Mm-hmm. Did you ever consider a, uh, a profession in uh, undertaking? Because they exhume no. a lot of bodily fluids. <laughs> That is a good point. Mm. No, I'm well gonna, made I'm if I don't say so myself. Uh, I guess I have one more question in regards to the case at hand, and that is, what was the blood type that you withdrew from the deceased? Well, it tasted like a B, maybe B negative B. B- what? Oh shit! What? Oh shit! Um, I I gotta go. This interview is over. But but your cookies and juice. Well, there you have it, folks. Hard-hitting journalism at its finest. That concludes another episode of the Murder Party Party podcast with special guest, Frederick Howler. If you would like to keep the conversation going about the Murder Party Party podcast murders, you can find us and join this conversation on Twitter at the MPPP. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the Murder Party Party podcast. We'll see you again next evening. Don't get murdered.